Jesus, it truly is amazing that you came to this earth to live amongst us, to be with us physically, but you also desire so much to be with us spiritually as well. We do sometimes wonder after that, how, how could you do this? And yet you did, and we thank you. As we remember, this service is a service of reflection, and as we remember the past and look forward to the future, Lord, I pray that you'll help each one of us to open our minds and our hearts to you in a special way. In your name we pray, amen. The book of Matthew, chapter 1, verse 23 reads, quoting the Old Testament from Isaiah chapter 7, Behold, the virgin shall conceive and bear a son, and they shall call his name Emmanuel, which means God with us. God with us. At this season that we've just come through, we celebrate the idea of God coming to this earth and living amongst us and being with us in the physical sense that the divine left the glories of heaven to come down in the, the frailty of humanity and to live with us and amongst us. But God desires for the with us concept to be more than just an idea of physical proximity or physical relationship to us. God has a desire that the with us is, is, is something deeper and, and more intimate than that. God desires that the with us of, of Emmanuel, the concept of Emmanuel, God with us, is, is Christ with us, the hope of glory. The, the, we've been crucified with Christ, therefore we no longer live, but Christ now lives in us. He is literally with us in the most intimate and, and impactful of ways. Truly, God is, is with us all the time in, in so many ways. The Bible shows us clearly that, that there is not limitations on, on, of course, God in the omnipresent sense, God the Father. We know also that God was, he is, and he is to come. He's not contained by, by time. He is with us in this second, he's with us, and in the next second, he'll be with us, and in the second beyond that, he's already there. He is with us in that sense, but, but, but there's an intimacy that God desires to be with us, not just in physical proximity, but, but invited into our lives, invited into our journey. About 14 years ago, Christine and I were newly married, and we were at seminary in Michigan, and it was a cold winter night, which basically describes every night in Michigan at seminary. And it was a cold winter night, and Christina was working nights at Lakeland Hospital, but she had this night off, and it was a, a rare occasion. She was doing mandatory overtime, working in the ER then at Lakeland Regional Hospital. Some of you may recall doing similar things in the day. And, but she had an evening off, and we decided, well, we're going to go splurge. We're going to go do something. So we drove down to Mishawaka, uh, right there near South Bend, Indiana, to have dinner together. Christina's favorite food is Mexican food, and so we went to a restaurant. I don't even know if there's any of them exist anymore, but uh, Don Pablo's. Uh, any of you remember Don Pablo's there? And so we went to Don Pablo's, and we sat down, and we ordered our food, and we began our, our date. Well, we ate, and we were there, and we were there probably for about an hour. And, and I said, so you ready to go? 
And Christina said to me, well, am I going to get to talk? And I said, what do you mean? We've been talking this whole time. She said, I, I didn't talk. You, you talked, but I, I didn't talk at all. I was like, no, you talked. She said, I did? I said, yeah, you talked. You, you talked about... Uh... <laughs> Suddenly I realized she didn't talk. Now, of course, all illustrations break down for a preacher. I should just leave it at that, but I could say that I said, okay, so... I did say, okay, so, so go ahead, then you share. And she goes, nope, it's too late, we're going. And she got up and walked out. <laughs> but the idea is that we were there physically with one another, but we weren't truly with one another. I had not invited her into that moment. You see, God is not contained by anything. He's, he's with us everywhere, and yet there is one place that God limits his proximity and that is within our hearts he's only with us in to the extent within the deepest parts of our being in that we invite him in when you're going along your way God is there with you uh, speaking to you trying to, to to reach you trying to impress upon you things when you go to bed at night God is God is trying to tell you how much he loves you and how much he rejoices over you. When you rise in the morning, he's, he's appealing to you to, to, to be with him. He's always there, in a sense, with us, and yet, yet there is that deepest part of our being within us that God says, I'm not there unless you invite me in. There's a, name by the, there's a man by the name of William Hunt who painted a picture back in the 1800s, and the picture was entitled uh, The Light of the World, and it was Jesus standing at the door. It's not the kind of the one that we as Adventists grew up with in our home, but it was Jesus standing at a door, a scraggly door there, and it was depicting the idea from Revelation chapter 3 and verse 20. You guys know this text, I'm sure, very well. Revelation chapter 3 and verse 20, which says, Behold, I stand at the door, and what? Knock. If anyone hears my voice and opens the door, I will come into him and eat with him and he with me. Well, William Hunt painted this picture to depict it, and, and, and art critics over time noticed little things about it and nuances and wondered if he forgot things. And 50 years after he painted it, Mr. Hunt felt the need to explain one portion of it in which there were questions. And the question was, is this door doesn't seem to have any handle on it. And he indicated the reason he did that was he did that on purpose because this is the one place in the universe in which God will not go into unless we invite him in, choose to have him with us in that innermost part. So this is truly a door that can only be opened from the inside. Jesus inviting us, inviting Jesus in to, as he says, I stand at the door and knock. If anyone hears my voice and opens the door, I will come in to, and eat with him, eat with her, and he with me, and she with me. God is with us all the time. But as we close out 2017 and enter into 2018, I want to ask, is God with us in the realest and the most deep of senses? Have we, have, we, have we truly invited him in to that 
inner portion of our lives that we said, God, you came, you did everything for us, you paid the ransom, you, 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 you've given us the free gift. Thank you, I want you to be with me. I want Christ in me, the hope of glory. It's very easy for us to go through the motions and recognize that God is there with us, but not really have God truly with us. I was sitting at that meal, and I was there with my wife, and yet we were not truly with one another. Now, of course, the easiest thing for us to do when we think about that is say, no, 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 God's, God's with me, but, but have we really pondered, have we really accepted? The moment Christina said, I haven't talked at all, I haven't been a part of this, this date at all. I said, yes, you have. My, my immediate response was, yes, you have. And I quickly realized, no, she had not. In like manner, has, have we been going through the Christian journey, maybe the Christian experience, and yes, God, I, I've invited God in, and then maybe have we, in some areas, not. Have we invited him into every detail of our marriages, every detail of our parenting, every detail of our, of our work, of our personal lives. As we look back on 2017, has God been in us, with us, in the inner parts of our lives? Now here is the great thing in the scripture that we read this morning in 1 Timothy. Paul says, the saying is trustworthy and deserving of full acceptance that Christ Jesus came into the world to save sinners who I am foremost. Paul says, I am the, the worst of sinners. So maybe something in here has just felt like, man, I can't have Jesus with me because I'm such a struggler. Jesus comes to you just as you are and knocks on every door no matter how overgrown that door is, no matter how rusted the hinges are on that door, God knocks on every door of every heart. But verse 16 says, but I received mercy for this reason, that in me is the foremost, Jesus Christ might display his perfect patience. Jesus is patient with us. Maybe in 2017, as we look back upon it, we realize that, that we have not truly invited Jesus in to be with us as he calls us to do. But praise God, he's a patient and a loving and a long-suffering God. And as we enter into 2018, we don't even have to wait till we get to 2018. One of the reasons we do this service is to remember what Jesus has done for us and to say, Jesus, thank you. Thank you. Come into my heart. Come into my heart and be my Lord. Be my Savior. Be my best friend. Jesus calls us to that in this moment. We look forward to 2018. I wrote down some goals for 2018. I'm sure some of you are like me. You've already begun to think about, what do I want different in 2018? What about in 2008, at the end of 2017, we begin and we start 2018 right by saying, Jesus, I want you with me. Not just in the sense of I understand that you're everywhere, but I want you with me as my best friend in my heart, in my life. As we go through the different elements of this service today, as we, we do the foot washing and we're reminded of how Jesus served us, 
how he continues to serve us with grace and love and mercy as we, as we partake of the bread and the juice and we, we're reminded of his body that was broken for us and his blood that was, that was shed for us as, as we're reminded that, that he has already done the justifying. He just asks us to embrace the gift of justification. Embrace that gift. As we're as we remind, reminded of that in this service, can we take a moment in this time to pause and say, Jesus, be with me in a way that you've never been with me before. As my appeal to myself and to you on this last Sabbath of 2017, that Emmanuel, Christ with us, will not just be about a baby coming and living amongst humans, but it will literally be Christ with me in my heart this day and the next day and the day after that. Let us pray. Jesus, I thank you so much that you stand at the door and knock. You are a God that could force yourself in, but you, you give us free choice because you understand that that's the only way that real love works. I thank you that when my heart moves, you move with it and you keep knocking. When my heart steps back, you step towards me and you keep knocking. All because you desire to be with us, Emmanuel. Lord, speak to each heart this morning as we serve one another, as we receive your blessings. Be in us, be with us in the truest of senses. In your name, amen.